This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. So you're a bad I'm that bad gay, make your mama sad gay, make your girlfriend mad gay, might seduce your dad gay, I'm the bad gay, duh. I'll tell you what, if I was a stripper, I would have long blonde hair just like Warren and I'd wear a bandana. <laughs> Maybe a little G-string on a pole. What do you reckon? Oh. I, I can picture it now. You can't I, contain yourself, I can, can you, Helen? I can picture it. Uh, poof doof. Look out, Ooh. new entertainer this weekend. <laughs> oh, I'm about 20 years too old for that. It'd have to be somewhere up, yeah, you know, like somewhere to lay it. I don't know. Uh, topic of the week yes. is mine this week. And look, seeing as we seem to be on a topic of all things alcoholic tonight, I feel a theme thanks, going on. Thanks to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was reading an article and uh, so there are South African makers of a new gin. Give us the poo, Matt. <gasps> yes. And they've made it out of, wait for it, Elephant dung. What do you mean? South African gin made from elephant poo. Gin's not normally made out of this. Surely not. Because I don't. No. Okay. Gin is made. Gin is made. Gin is made out of any old crap. Not not literally, but any old sort of like it's called botanicals, right? So it's like things like on a juniper and. I was only asking because I can't stand it, so I was just wondering. No, I'm. I'm uh, uh, I, I don't mind a, a, a tipple of gin, gin and uh, and as as we were talking off air, the Atlas Bar in in Singapore, biggest gin uh, collection in the world. Oh, yes. I actually don't think they would have this one, Matt. But just take us through it a little bit more. But if they're going to stay in the top fifty, they're going to have to get their act together. They're going to have to source it. So the creators of Indlovu Gin. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's it's one of, it's one of the languages over there. The name for elephant. Um, Les and Paula Ansley stumbled across the idea a year ago after learning that elephants eat a variety of fruits and flowers and yet digest less than a third of it. Oh, right? okay. Uh, so um, I quote from the article: After about five sizable bags of dung are collected for a batch of 3,000 to 4,000 bottles of the gin. The droppings are dried and crumbled, then washed to remove dirt and sand. Eventually, only the remains of the fruits, flowers, leaves and bark eaten by the elephants are left behind. (gasps) Dried and crumbed, crumbed, crumbled to remove dirt and sand, which is basically just remove the poo, right? Right. This is already a long and Detailed process. Well, and then, well, the, the, exactly this. And then the botanicals are sterilised and dried again and placed in an airing cupboard. And I'm thinking, why not just collect the bloody fruits, Thank flowers, you. leaves, and bark? Yeah, that seems like so pick, much more pick work. Pick the botanicals and bloody use it. What's with the poo? Why people? does it have to go through an elephant first? Uh, I, I, look, when you you put this up, uh, Matt, I I went to the <laughs> the document that you you put the link to and. They describe the uh, gin's flavour as lovely, wooded, almost spicy, earthy, <laughs> and one that changes subtly with the seasons and location. Now, 
I, I really think, as bad gays, we should be describing our own ablutions in a similar way. Mm. Uh, you know, had Mexican dinner the night before. <laughs> it's a spicy, picante scent with a hint of avocado and jalapenos. Oh, my uh, God. You know, you're yeah, drinking is... elephant poo, people. You are. And mm. changes with the seasons. I don't know where the mind changed with the seasons. Well, I couldn't my particularly changes with my diet. Yeah, yeah true, true. <laughs> I couldn't particularly identify a summer poo versus a winter poo. Well, Could you? <laughs> no, I, I personally couldn't. No, maybe but, elephants do. I don't know. And and how? What happens if you get an elephant with a gastrointestinal problem? Oh, you, you'd go on then. That's I, that's a vodka, I me, think. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I exactly. Exactly. Can we go back to to your previous statement, Matt? That mm. in in your quotes, um, stumbled across the idea. How does one stumble across the idea? Messily, right? The of, of it. Take it. What what mm. it, it, are you doing to go elephant poo gin? Yeah. Marriage Perfect. made in heaven. Well, yeah. you see, I think this is complicated for complicated's sake. Okay. Right. So, if someone was pitching this to me as a business idea, I mean, imagine pitching this to the sharks tanks guys, <laughs> right? So, unless you could demonstrate that you could add at least fifty percent price increase to a normal bottle of gin on the basis that it, is, it has come out of a pachyderm's backside, <laughs> then the business case wouldn't last five minutes. It's wankiness for wankiness' <laughs> sake. Yeah. But it's about thirty-two bucks, so it's actually cheaper than say your Bombay Sapphire. Oh. So, so elephant poo gin is is cheaper. There you go. Then Bombay, maybe Bombay Sapphire went through Queen Victoria at some point. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, that's where it came from. But you know, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I should actually import a load of this and set up shop in Brunswick. The hipsters would probably love oh, it. They yeah. would lap it up. I I guarantee it. I can see this just flying off the shelves mm. like you know diarrhea. So would would you drink it, Alex? I don't know. I do like kombucha, but I feel like this is 10 steps higher. I don't know. This mm. is tough. I don't even like gin normally, so this is very... Do you think there would be any health benefits to the fact this has gone through an elephant's digestive system before it's... Possibly. Well, I, I, feel, I feel like elephants are healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're a, they're a maternal creature. Like they're, they're, they're controlled by the matriarch as opposed to mm. other uh, species, but... I just this this one's a long bow for me, Matt. I'm sorry, but um, I just yeah, I, and I'm I'm sure if we do go down the import export route here, Matt, we can come up with a whole raft of of cocktails. Yeah, I think it could be a, a concept bar idea. Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. I mean, because a whole new meaning to the word shit-faced. Get yes. shit-faced. <laughs> oh, my God. There's our, there's our bar's Done. name. Shit-faced. Oh, and I dread to think what the South Africans can do with a Pisco salad. <laughs> <sighs> that's amazing. Anyway, that's topic of the week. Sorry. I was a little bit of toilet humour there tonight, but I thought it was an interesting oh. article, so why not? you got to have that sometime. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's we... just unbelievable. Well amazing. done, Matt. Good job, Matt. <laughs> We've got <laughs> onto another amazing track you can hop on the pole to, uh, Lenny Kravitz. What a cool dude. Love him. I know. American woman. Mm. This is a stripper song. Come on, people. All right. Let's hit it.
One of the coolest musicians of all time, period. I said it. Well, we've all been on our strip of that. We have. Bad days, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? Bad days, bad days, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? Bad days, bad days, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come for you? Bad days, bad days, what you gonna do? Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy.
Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.